welcome again to It's Not Rocket Science, uh, five questions over coffee. I'm here today with Liz Drury. Uh, Liz is a freelance uh, voiceover artist. Uh, she works across all kinds of voiceover genres, including commercials, corporate videos, uh, telephone systems and announcements for events. But she's been looking for lots of projects in the e-learning center just recently. Um, online training has boomed over the last few years, I'm probably aware, and, and having a professional home studio, mean Liz, has been able to record projects for clients all around the world. And I'm really looking forward to the discussion because Liz is a really fascinating uh, and interesting person. Great background. We may get into that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But Liz, welcome to the podcast and uh, good afternoon. Welcome to you from North Lincolnshire. Thanks very much for having me. So let's start by uh, just understanding who those clients are that you're working with at the moment and, and the sort of things that, uh, that, that you do for them. Yeah, so as you said, I work across a, a lot of different voiceover genres. So um, the kinds of people that I work with would be video production companies who um, are looking for voiceovers for, for their projects. I work a lot with e-learning providers, as you've just said, you know, who are creating online courses and need, and need people to narrate them. I do a lot of work in for well, all sorts of businesses, really, that want uh, voicemail greetings and on hold sales messages to, to play to their clients while they're waiting for them to, to pick up the phone. Um, announcements for events. Not that there's been too many events over the last couple of years, but hopefully those, those will be coming back soon. Um, audio tours, museums and art galleries, which are probably some of my favourite things to do because those are always so interesting. So, yeah, a real wide range of things that I do. Um and, you know, a lot of us don't really think about the need for voiceover. Do, do you find a lot of customers of yours try to sort of do their own thing? What sort of trouble do they get in with, get into by trying to do something without getting a professional like you involved? Yeah, well, let, let's let's take the, um, the the telephone system as as an example. Um, people might not bother to to have a recorded message on their. Uh, you know, on the voicemail and you know and just just leave it with what came with with the phone when they bought it which, which is fine but if you're running a business I think customers want to know that they've rung the right place so you know, when they ring you and you can't answer the phone what the customer would like is a message that says thanks for calling Joe's plumbing let's say sorry we're out on a job at the moment but please leave it leave us a message um without that they're thinking well have I, have I rung the right place? Um, even worse than that is if you get put on hold and there's just silence. Um, mm -hmm. And I read a statistic last week that said, I think it was 60% of people will hang up if they're just faced with silence and 30% of people won't bother to call back another time. So that's a big mistake to, to leave, leave people hanging on um, and not listening to anything. So it's better to have music in the first instance or even better have some pre-recorded sales messages that you can play to people while they're on hold and uh, I read another statistic last week that said that 15 to 20 percent of people who hear on hold messages will go on and make a purchase because of what they heard so um, it's a great marketing opportunity that you know, people might be missing out on. Terrific stuff, terrific stuff. Now I know that education is something that you, you, uh, you're really interested in, you, you've talked a little bit about sort of e-learning and such like that and, and I know your background is, is somewhat sort of uh, related to that isn't it you started off in an attempt to sort of uh, uh, do something else with your career where, where did that where did that come from? So I have a PhD in archaeological science and um, when I was when I was doing that to, to start off with I thought that I wanted to go into academia um, by the end I knew that that I didn't um, but during the, the course of uh, my my research I also worked at 
Eureka, which was the science museum for children based in Halifax. And I became interested in museum education. So that was something else that I thought of going into, um, which didn't work out because we uh, we found ourselves living in North Lincolnshire. There aren't too many museums in in this part of the country and none of them had any job openings when I moved to the area anyway. So <laughs> I ended up having to find something else to do, which uh, turned out to be working for a local cable TV station, which included a bit of voiceover work. So that's where I first started a long time ago. Wow, interesting. So what free uh, resource can you give to the audience which will enable them to understand how uh, using voiceover in, in something like e-learning could be useful to them? Mm. So, yeah, so let, let, let's let's take the e-learning as, as an example. So a lot of um, people who are creating online courses might narrate them themselves and that that can be fine. But it's rare that they would have um, a proper environment for recording in. Um, I have a, a broadcast quality home studio here, which is where I where I work from. Um, so if you're just recording into your phone or your computer, it, it's going to be OK. But if you've got a learner who's listening to that recording for a long period of time through a pair of headphones, it's not going to be very good quality and is possibly going to, to turn that learner off. Um, so a, a couple of tips for people who are recording their own material is to try and make the environment as good as it possibly can be. Now, I'm not expecting them to have a home studio like I do, but there are a couple of things that you can do to make the, the, the quality a bit better. The first tip is not to record in a room like a kitchen or a bathroom where there's lots of hard surfaces because your voice is just going to bounce around and you're going to get lots of echo. So choose a room where there's lots of soft furnishings, where there's carpet, where there's curtains, where there's cushions, because all that's going to help absorb the sound. The other thing is, is if you can, to build yourself a little, what we call in the in the industry, a pillow fort. So basically a pile of pillows around your microphone to deaden the sound and you sort of speak into the microphone that's in the middle of all these pillows. And that's going to get a much better sound quality. And um, the other tip that you can have for free is that um, when you're recording, smile. This, people can hear a smile and it makes such a difference to, um, to to the listener if they can hear that smile in your voice and they think, oh, this person is actually engaged with this information that they're giving to me. That's a brilliant tip. That's lovely. I really enjoy that. So um, we, we come to sort of the, the question about one of the things that's really influenced you, your, your book or concept or program that's really sort of um, help to engage you and I think that you'd like to share with the audience what what's that uh, that book or concept for you yes this is a book that I that I've really enjoyed so um building a story brand by Donald Miller and um it's all about making your customer the hero of your story so uh, a lot of people um in business will make the mistake of making themselves the hero of the story and saying you know I can do this and I can do that but what your customer wants to know is how can you help them? Um, so you need to position yourself as the guide. So uh, whereas you know Luke Skywalker would be the hero of the story, you want to be Obi-Wan Kenobi who's guiding him on the way and uh, pointing him in the right direction. So that's what that book is all about. And it really helps, I think, when you're creating content for your website or your social media to, to bear in mind that your customer is the person who's the hero of the story. That's a brilliant tip. I love that one because... So often we try and I keep saying to people, too often people try and sell the drill, but they don't sell the hole that the drill makes. And it's the hole that you really care about, isn't it? You don't care 
how how good the drill is. So long as it makes the hole you want in the place that you want it, in the size that you want it, everything else is completely yeah. to you. So yeah, brilliant tip. Make your customer the story, as it were. That's brilliant. So Liz, I've obviously sort of asked you four questions that I wanted answered, but there must be a question that you're currently thinking. I wish he'd asked me. And so what is the question that you would have liked me to have asked you? And then please also answer it. Well, I, I I was having a think about that. And I put, put, put some notes down here to remind me of what I wanted to say. So we've talked about voiceover for, for e-learning and, and, you know, maybe it's obvious why um, an e-learning provider might want to have a professional narration to, to, to keep their learners engaged. Um, but why do people want voiceover for, for other reasons? We talked about the, the voicemail um, and make you the, your, your voicemail might be the first impression somebody gets of your business. You want that to be as good as it possibly can be. And maybe if you're the sort of person who really hates hearing the sound of their own voice when it's recorded, you, you don't want to be recording that voicemail greeting because you hate the way it sounds. So you know, why not get a professional then? But also... I was thinking about voiceover for videos that are going to be on people's websites or, or social media. And maybe people think that they could have a video and not have a voiceover on it and just have some text instead to explain what's going on in the video. And that's fine. But I did a bit of research about how many people would not be able to access that sort of content. Um, so if there isn't a voiceover and there's just some on-screen text, well, there's about two million people in this, just in this country alone who are living with sight loss. So they wouldn't be able to see what was going on. The 6.3 million people in this country who are dyslexic to some degree. They might not be able to read those captions quickly enough before they've disappeared off the screen. And also, and this is this is terrible, actually, 7.1 million people in this country have a very low level of literacy or are illiterate. And they wouldn't be able to read what was going on. They can perhaps read things when they know what they expect it to say. But when it's something unfamiliar to them, they can't read it. So that's 15 plus million people in this country alone that wouldn't be able to understand your video if it didn't have somebody actually speaking um, to, to the viewer. So um, that's another reason why you might want to use voiceover artist. That is unbelievable and I have to be very honest at this stage and say I know I've used videos which don't have any voiceover so we may be having a conversation Liz. <laughs> okay that's brilliant Liz I've been fascinated particularly by that and I think it's a really compelling argument why people might need to get in touch with you and they could do that not only by looking at the blog that you've put on the screen here which is questions about voiceover for e-learning uh, but also at your website, which I think I just I put up earlier, which is lizdrury.co.uk. That's L-I-Z-D-R-U-R-Y.co.uk. And it's fascinating discussion. Thank you so much for being on and speaking with us this afternoon. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, and I've thoroughly enjoyed talking about it. So uh, let me just remind you all, um, if you would like to be uh, watching and, and engaging with people as interesting as Liz, um, can I ask you to get onto our newsletter website um, subscription list? You do that by going to https colon forward slash forward slash tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. That's tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Then you get uh, an email which basically introduces who's going to be on the podcast this week so that you can see live on YouTube and on LinkedIn. And please, if you do uh, enjoy what we're doing, subscribe and like and rate us 
on Apple Podcasts and YouTube and LinkedIn because that really helps. Liz, thank you so much uh, for being here this afternoon. Really appreciate you being here. Uh, and I hope that we're all going to be going out there and getting those professional voiceover artists to help us with the things that we really need to communicate. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope so too. Oh, 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 oh,